Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. get our Bibles this morning. Amen. We're going to get right to the word of the Lord. Ask the Lord to help us today in Jesus' mighty name. If you would get your word, get your Bible, open it up to the book of Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. Amen. I pray that the Lord helps us today. I know that he will if we'll listen to his word. Well, listen to this word. He'll, he'll help us today. This is <clears throat> the only thing we can stand on in this hour. This is it right here. Amen. Amen. This is not fake news. This is a truth. Praise be to God, and I appreciate the word of the Lord today. One verse, and then we'll launch into this topic Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Will you read that with me out loud? Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Lord, we love you today. We praise you, Lord Jesus, for what you do. We give you glory. We thank you, Lord Jesus. God, I pray today that you would help me anoint this message for your glory in Jesus' mighty name. Let everybody say amen. amen. God bless you. Be seated. Have you ever heard boys talking about their dad and who is the strongest? My dad can whip your dad with his hand tied behind his back. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of strong people uh, in, the, in the world. One of them was my dad. I believe he's the strongest man that I knew. Um, but strength can be deceiving. When we were in Bible college, you know, young, just out of high school, young men, and they had a, a weight set there. And so we had some guys that, man, they were, they, they were buff. They were, and they get in there and they put that weights on and get on that bench press to press. And they'd get it up there and, mm, mm, man, they were strong. And this, this young student from Georgia was, was just as skinny and wiry as could be. This little guy lays down on the bench and he can't weigh, he could not have weighed 140 pounds. He was just, just little. And uh, so he lays down there and, 
he starts off with 180 pounds and goes like this. <laughs> Jumps up. He jumped up to 200 plus pounds and did it 10 times. And all these guys with muscles was like, see y'all later. <laughs> Strength can be deceiving as to what it looks like. You know, I'm of the opinion that Samson was not muscle-bound. I believe Samson looked like a normal man, or otherwise Delilah would have thought, and the Philistines would have thought the source of his strength was in his, his muscles. What is the source? I told you kind of a, a, a humor story. Let me tell you now a story that happened in our family just to talk about strength. My oldest brother was in a car accident, and a man happened upon the scene, and my brother was pinned underneath the car, and a strength beyond human strength got a hold of that man, and he reached with one hand and lift up the car high enough to pull my brother out. There is a strength, we call it supernatural strength, or there is a strength that is beyond any other kind of strength. But well, I want to talk about the strength of the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Say it with me. Be strong in the Lord. Here's what we must remember, is that even the weakest among us, even the smallest among us spiritually, has that promise that I can be strong in the Lord. We have taught it before and we'll teach it until the last breath that, that, that I have, and that is the battle has already been won. Turn to three people right now and tell them the battle has already been won. We are not fighting for victory. We are fighting from victory. It doesn't mean that we just sit back and in our lazy boy and it just... There's no battle, there's no, there's no conflicts, but we still have to fight, but we don't fight because we're trying to win. We fight to remind the devil that we have already won. Somebody say, I have won. <clears throat> we have won because of him. We have the victory because of him. John 16 and 33 says, These things have I spoken unto you, that you might have peace in the world, you will have, you shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. We have a battle going on right now with culture and with all the stuff that is happening in our world. Well, be of good cheer, brother and sister. He's already taken care of that. I stand in a position of victory. A victory. <clears throat> Hallelujah. So how do we know that we're standing in victory? It's because he said so. He said so <clears throat> in his word and by example that we are victorious. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 13, it says, And you being dead in your sins and, and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgive all your trespasses, Oh, thank the Lord. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us. And he took it out of the way and nailed it to the cross, having spoiled, listen to this, having spoiled principalities. 
The word spoil means that there's been a battle and a victory, and we get the spoil. He spoiled principalities and powers, and he made a show of them openly and triumphing over them in it. So he is not only triumphant over the sin that is in our life, but the creatures that try to get us to sin. I'm victorious. Let me just tell you that there is no external force that can cause you to lose or lose your victory. There is no external force. Only when we open up the door can we have that that comes in. It is from within. So from within, I've got to realize I am strong, not in my, my strength, not in my power, but I'm going to be strong in the Lord. If we're going to make it in this hour, we've got to remind ourselves of that fact. <clears throat> Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 14, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. He destroyed his power that he had and delivered them uh, uh, who through fear of death were, at, were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Amen. Jesus came. When, when Adam and Eve fell, Satan became the headmaster, as it were, over death. He was the one that was holding the keys of death, hell, and the grave because Adam and Eve gave it to him. Amen. And when Jesus came, he went and took those keys back so that man now does not have to fear death. That's a victory. Somebody say, that's a victory. That is my victory. Hallelujah. We do not have to fear the power of death. Not only did he come to win the victory over death, not only did he come to win the victory over the spirits and the principalities and the powers, he came to deliver us from the power of darkness. Colossians 1.13, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Amen. Did he set you free? Were there habits of sin that had you bound? Were there things that controlled your life? Amen. That was a part of the kingdom of darkness and the power of darkness. But he said, I've come to deliver you from that. I've come to set you free. I don't want to go back to that. I don't want to go surrender to that again, so I claim my victory, and I'm going to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Calvary was a bloody place. Calvary was a tragic place. When you look at it from the, from the ground level, when you see Calvary just as it is on this, this plane, just looking where, where it would be, Amen. It looked like a tragedy. But from heaven's point of view, it looked like a triumph because it was there that Jesus bought again our redemption, bought us and paid for our salvation. So now we stand in victory because of what he did on the cross and what he did in the pits of hell when he got the keys of death to hell and the grave and what he did from the resurrected tomb. I want to tell you today, we serve a risen Savior and because we serve a risen Savior, I can stand in that power. 
Oh, that I may know him, amen, in the power of that resurrection. When you're in the battle, intelligence, military intelligence, strategic intelligence is very important. It's very important. Today, we have so much arguing and debating over social media, but just lo- I know this, that governments are using social media to give disinformation. It's not just Russia. I'll leave it there. <clears throat> Battlefield intelligence reveals the system, the strategic systems of the, of the adversary, the methodology of the adversary, the, the location of the adversary. So hell wants every child of God to feel like they are anemic, that they are feeble, and they are weak, amen, and that we've been shut off from our supply our source of strength, like this world is in such a, a, a control of all that is going on. And so we can feel intimidated. We can feel like we've been beat up. We, and if you keep on looking at the news and keep on being inundated by information, you're going to get some misinformation. So we need to go back and say, oh, Lord, you're my source of my strength, not my ingenuity, not my education, not my intellect, certainly not this world and all that it has. You're my source of strength. If I'm feeling weak, I need to go get plugged in again to the source of my strength. Be strong in the Lord. While we're fighting from victory, we still have to engage this old adversary, don't we? We still have to engage it, and we need strength to engage him. Amen. The amount of strength that we need is really irrelevant. Where we get our strength is the real question. The amount of strength is irrelevant. It's just like, where is that strength coming from? Some of you, I know your life, been here for a minute, haven't, haven't we? We're we, we, we the old pastor now. We're getting close to 20 years. Can you believe that? But there are many of you that I know if somebody else saw you, they would say, boy, they're strong. But I know, and you know, you're strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. I, it looks like when they come to church, you got your Sunday go meeting clothes on. You got your nice, nice suit, nice dress. You got your tie on, and you about me wearing a, a pair of jeans. But when you come into the house of the Lord, oh, look at their worship. Look how great. Yeah, because they've learned to realize I am strong in the Lord. If I went by my feelings, if I went by my situation, if I went by what it looks like, I might not be here today. I might be up in in bed somewhere crying tears that's running down into my ear. Amen. As I'm so upset about everything. But no, I'm strong in the Lord. This world doesn't have a hold on my mind. In the name of Jesus, be strong. Be strong in the Lord. James Hastings, one of my favorite Writers, and Bishop has a whole commentary by Mr. Hastings, and I am 
very tempted to go take some masking tape, write my name and stick it on every one of them and claiming them. But Mr. Hastings is an incredible writer, and he said this, whether we can or cannot demonstrates the metaphysical antecedent possibility of miracles. See what I'm saying? He's, he's a man of great words. Whether we can or cannot prove historically the fact of the resurrection, whether it be true or not, that Christianity contains no new moral precepts. This one fact remains incontrovertible and on any other hypothesis inexplicable that Christianity has been and is a moral power, that it has changed and is changing the moral tone of human, the human race, and that in spite of the apathy and the inconsistency of many who bear the Christian name. It gives a new motive to doing our, of our duty and supplies the lacking energy to our weakness and staggering souls. What is he saying? He is saying, listen, you can argue over the point, but it's still working. It still has changed the world. You can argue over whether he rose or didn't, didn't rise, but... I, he, he still, there's no one like Jesus Christ. Right. Muhammad is not like Jesus Christ. Hare Krishna is not like, there's only one that was and is and is to come. There is only one that has no location that they have ever found where there's bones and they can say, here lies Jesus. He is the resurrected Lord. So, Here's another way you know that this is real, is the strength that he can infuse and empower us. Paul writes, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Let's break this down from the Greek language standpoint. Be strong. The word strong here is endunima, or endunamu, rather, from two words that mean to empower, to increase, Strength. Increase strength. Be strong. And look at, the, would you put that verse up for me, please? Let's, let's break this down just for a moment here. <clears throat> let's go to class. Amen. Yeah, finally, be strong. Go to, go to the first verse that we had there, uh, Ephesians. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Finally, there it is. Thank you. Thank you. Be strong. Somebody say, ah. Man, it would to God that every man would do that in the mirror every morning. <laughs> Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. The, the phrase there, be strong, is be increased in strength. But I want to show you this one little word over here. I in. That's important. Be strong in. In the Greek, it is actually spelled E-N. Be strong in. This is a primary preposition that denotes a fixed position. It refers to a place, a time, or a state of being. 
It is referred to as a relationship of rest. Our strength is in, in a fixed position. And we've got to stay plugged into that fixed position. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong. Our strength comes from Him. I want to be strong in the Lord. The, the word strong here again means uh, increased in strength. And then it says in the power. Somebody say power. Power. This is another word that means strength, but it's a different in its in, in its definition, his definition. It 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 is the word karatos that means force, power, might, or a mighty deed or a work of power. It is the manifestation of his power in our life. It is where in the New Testament we get the word dominion. Finally, my brother, be strong or be empowered and increased by his strength. Glory be to God. Be strong in the Lord. Amen. And in the strength of the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Be made strong in the Lord, in the strength of the Lord, in the dominion of the Lord. And then he uses uh, by the power of his might. Got a lot of words about strength, power, might. The word might here is, is a Greek word that, in, that is referred to power that has been endued. It is the inerrant ability which stresses the faculty of ability. It is the inerrant power source. Hallelujah. So what God does, he said, if you will be strong and increase your strength in me, I'm going to give you dominion because I'm going to infuse. I'm going to give you inerrant power. It's not about you. It's not about what you know. It's not about who you know or how strong you know, how good you can sing, how many verses you can quote. He said, but I'm going to put power in you. Hook me up, Jesus. Hook me up, Jesus, because I'm living in a world that I need some strength today. Endued power, infused power. He is the source. That all those words working together in the context of the Greek language show us that the importance uh, that shows us the importance of the source. It was Paul that would later say these words: "I can, I can do all things through my source." I can do all things through Christ. Hallelujah. I can do all things through Christ, which does what? (laughs) If we only knew how bad we were, I mean that in good sense. If we all only knew the strength that we have and, and the power we had over the enemy, if we only knew that we could stand and infuse strength, hallelujah, our rest would be better at night. We would rest and get some strength because we need to say with Christ, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. He's empowered me. It's his power, his source, and he's plugged it into me. Oh, God, I need you to plug it into my life. Hallelujah. Can you give the Lord a hand clap of praise right now? 
He's the source of our strength. That was the Apostle Paul. Abraham, the father of faith. The Bible says he staggered not at the, staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Paul knew he needed strength. Abraham knew he needed strength. I need strength. Hallelujah. The Old Testament saints from the Hall of Fame of Hebrews chapter 11, it talks about them that they quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong. Out of weakness were made strong. That's me today. God. In myself, I am a weak, anemic, nothing but with you. If you'll infuse some strength in me, if I can get a hold of that knowledge and understanding, I can go through, I can overcome, I can stand strong in the name of Jesus. First Timothy 1 Timothy 1.12 Paul wrote, and I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who hath, say it, say it loud, he enabled me. Good morning, I'm enabled. In the book that I've been reading, it talks about while we may not be responsible, we can be response-abled. We can be response-able. The only way that I can be response-able, how I respond, how I respond to situation, has got to come from the Lord. Because quite frankly, there are times I'd rather kick the dog. I don't have one. I'll go find one. Throw the cat. I don't have one. I'd have to go find one. But I, I had rather ha you know, beep on my horn and lay on it and fuss and fight because, you know, rarely do we react to something that's the real issue. The dog being kicked is not the real issue. The cat being thrown is not the, well. Uh, I cannot lie. Praise God. Y'all still love pastor. He hath enabled me for that he counted me faithful putting me into the ministry. He has enabled me. He has enabled me. He's enabled me like the children of Israel were enabled to go into their promised land. Paul, had, or rather Moses, had said to the children of Israel, you're going to be strong and go in and possess the land. Deuteronomy 31 and 6, this is what he wrote when he said, you're getting ready to go in now. Be strong. Somebody say, be strong. And of a good courage. Fear not. <clears throat> Fear not, nor be afraid of them. Why? For the Lord thy God, it is he that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. In 2023, if I'm going to go into my promises with God... I'm not going to do it on my own. I'm not going to do it because I, I'm a preacher. I'm not going to do it because I'm, I, I, I'm a, a whatever generation apostolic. I'm not going to do it because of anything else, but he goes with me. I've got to. Yeah. 
Somebody hear me this morning. Stop trying to figure it out on your own and say, be the source of my strength, Lord. I don't understand this. Lord, be the source of my empowerment. Oh, glory be to God. Straighten up that backbone and declare, I will be strong in the Lord. I will be of good courage. I refuse to fear because what can I fear if he's with me? If he's with me, what is big enough and bad enough to conquer him? Lord, I praise you today. Then the Lord spoke to Joshua directly. In Joshua 1 and 9, Have not I commanded thee, be strong, be strong. Somebody say, be strong. And of a good courage, be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. Don't be stressed out what it's talking about. Don't wig out. Be thou strong, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. Can I just tell you, my source is not a political party. It is not a presidential candidate. I have an opinion. I'll be glad to share it with you at some point in time. But I want to be strong in the Lord. My kingdom is not of this world. The, the kingdom that I'm a part of is not of this world. Hallelujah. My allegiance, number one, is to the kingdom of God. He's my source of my strength. I will tell you this. Taxes taketh and never gives away. Oh, but, but pastor, I get a good return on my taxes. That was your money to begin with. But I will tell you this. My God may take, but he always returns more than he takes. Hallelujah. Amen. It may be as deep and as horrible as Job when he says, oh, your kids are gone. Everything's gone. You are a poor, broke man. And he says, the Lord... And the Lord, then he said, blessed be the name of the Lord. Even when I can't feel you, I got to trust you. You're my source of my strength. Even when I don't know what the outcome may be, I know the one that is already at that outcome. I love the statement in 2 Chronicles 32 and verse 7. Be strong. And courageous. Be not afraid nor dismayed for the king of Syria, nor for all the multitude that is with him, for there is more with us than with them. Listen to this. With him is the what? Is the arm of flesh. But with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. Second Chronicles 32, seven through eight. With us, the Lord is with us. With them, they've got the flesh. They've got something, but how about let's pick the one that's gonna win. Hallelujah. 
I know what it is to stand on the fence and not be the first selected because of my, my dazzling lack of athletic ability. But if I'm standing there like that commercial where Charles Barkley is standing and all the rest of them are little kids, it's a no-brainer. I'm going to pick Mr. Charles Barkley. If I, if I have the arm of flesh and I have the Lord of glory, who are we picking? I'm going to work my way through this. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to get this done. I've got every, man, I know how to handle this. I know what, I know what to do. I know how, mm-mm. I got either the arm of flesh or I've got the hand of the Lord with me. I, I, I always thought, I told someone this yesterday, I said, I always thought when I turned 60 that I would surely not have to worry about, I, I would have it all together. I would know everything, you know, because always I looked up to people that were the old ones, you know, that they had all the wisdom and the gray hair and the no hair, and, and they are the ones that all, they, they got it all together, only to realize when I turned 60, 61, now I'm about to be 62, is that it seems like the older I get, the less I think I got it. I don't, I don't understand it all, and so, but I believe it's got to be something that says, okay, flesh, I don't care how long I've lived, there's the Lord over here, my flesh over here, I choose the Lord. I've got to have the Lord. Amen. Many are feeling defeated because they're trusting flesh. I encourage you today, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. I love this. We're talking about entering into our promise. In Joshua 6 and 2, the Lord said unto Joshua, he said, See, there's a walled city here, right? Jericho is a walled city. It is impenetrable. He says, see, I have given into thy hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. Wait, there's still a city there. But the Lord had already declared him victorious before they started marching, before they started shouting, Amen. We need to believe in our heart that regardless what God has uh, around us or how big the adversary may be, is that he's got a plan to see me through, to remove the mountain, or get me over the mountain, or tunnel a tunnel through the mountain. I believe that God is going to get us through, but we've got to have the idea that we have already been promised a victory in the name of the Lord. Pastor, I feel so weak. I feel weak in my faith. I feel weak in my walk with God. I feel weak when I see what's going on. Well, let me just tell you, you're right where God wants you. Weak? Yeah. This is what the Lord told Paul. 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee. Listen to this. I know you know it, but mark it in your spirit. Memorize it in your head. My strength, my strength, my strength, my strength is made perfect in weakness. 
The weaker you are, the more we got to plug into our strength. He says, I'm going to make my strength work better when you're weak. That don't make sense, does it? Surely when I'm, I'm strong, I'm, I'm, I'm overcoming that, that the Lord will work with. No, it's at our weakest moments sometimes that the Lord says, here, here's some strength. Here's some strength. Most gladly, Paul said, therefore will I rather glory in my firmities. What? It's not a statement that we want to say. No, but, but listen to this. Uh, I'll glory in my infirmities because it's in my weakness that his strength connects to me. He said, in my weakness that the power of God may rest upon me. I don't have it all together. Great. I, I, I don't know what to do. Great. There is someone I can get plugged into that does. There is someone that has power that when it touches my weakness, all of a sudden I become a David that's slinging a rock at a giant. I become a Daniel that's praying in a lion's den. Amen. I walk in the fire with the, with the, with the, with the fourth man from glory. Hallelujah. It's when I am weak that I can say, oh God, if you don't help me, I won't survive. And he loves it, he shows up because he has the power when I don't. Hallelujah. But there is something that we have to remember is that we just don't passively sit by with a passive spirit, but we need to plug into his power. Plug into his power. First Timothy, I'm going to hurry. First Timothy 6 and 11 but thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness and godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. Fight. He didn't say fight the good fight of doctrine. He didn't say fight the good fight of worship. He said fight the good fight of faith because faith believes in him to empower us. He says lay hold on eternal light whereunto thou art called, also called, that hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. We are called to wrestle. We are called to contend. We are called to fight. We are called to endure like a good soldier. Amen. But it is the absence of strength that gets us in trouble when we become passive aggressive about that. We need to square our shoulders, stand up proudly and believe, God, you're with me. No matter what storm I face, I'm going to stand in faith. I'm going to be strong in faith. First Corinthians 16 and 13, watch ye stand fast in faith. Quit you like men, be strong, be strong, be strong. It's not our ability that gets us anywhere. It is not our talent that gets us anywhere. It's not our programs or organization. It is not our position. It's not our heritage. It is standing in faith. Keep a watch. Stand fast in the faith. Oh, and be strong in the Lord. The psalmist said in 18 and 29, for by thee, somebody say by him, for by thee I have run through a troop and by my God have I leaped over a wall. <laughs> Couldn't do that on my own, but I have 
with God. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He's a buckler to them, to all those that trust in him. For who is God save the Lord? Who is our rock save our God? It is God that girds me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like hinds feet and he sets me upon my high places. Then he teaches my hands to war. I can fight the battle knowing I'm going to win. I can fight the battle knowing I'm going to win. Stand with me, please. It is by God's strength, as the message says, I can smash the bands of the marauders. I can vault the highest fences. What a God. His road stretches straight and smooth. Every God direction is a road test. Everyone who runs toward him makes it. He said, is there any God like our God? Is there any God like our God? Hallelujah. Are we not at bedrock? Is not this the God who armed me, then aimed me in the right direction? Now I run like a deer. I am king of the mountain. He shows me how to fight. I can bend a bronze bow. You protect me with strength. With armor, you hold me up with a firm hand, causing me with to have victory. Hallelujah. Today, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what your test may be. I just come to tell you, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. He will be with you. If you put your trust in him, he will be with you. Hallelujah. You may be going through something right now that feels like weakness. It feels like failure. It feels like I can't make it. Oh, would you get plugged into him today? Matter of fact, I'm going to encourage you to come to this altar and stand and pray this prayer. Oh, God, let me be connected to your strength. Plug me in, Lord. Plug me in. Plug me in, Lord. Not into the arm of flesh but Lord into the power of your spirit in the power of your might Lord help me God today to stand in the strength that you give Lord we praise you today we praise you today Lord strengthen the weak hands Lord will you help the feeble knees oh God will you move upon those whose hearts are feeling tearful Lord Jesus Move upon those today that are battling, Lord, timidity, battling a passive spirit. Oh, God, that they would stand strong in you. There's a promise ahead. There is victory ahead. There is glory ahead. Oh, God, we got to stand in the strength, in the strength of your might, in the strength of your power. Not me, oh, God, but you. Lord, I need you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I could never open the eyes of the blind, but you can. Lord, I cannot make the deaf to hear, but you can. Lord, I cannot make the lame to walk, but you can. Oh, Jesus, I pray today that you would help us understand. Oh, God, that we are in need of your power, Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power today. In the mighty name of Jesus, I praise you, Lord. Lord, I praise you, Jesus. Lord, I praise you, Jesus. I give you glory, Lord. 
I give you glory, Lord, in your mighty name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast, and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorachurch.com to learn more about our ministry.